What is up? Episode 19 of the Worst Fans in Baseball podcast. One away from 20, that means we're a fourth away from 100 here soon. Very exciting. Yep. So, we're going to wrap up the outfield today. We're still in a lockout. Those fucking cocksuckers haven't gotten a deal done yet. And we're still Yo, waiting for spring training. Jeff Passan did a wonderful little Q&A on uh, Twitter. It's a real good breakdown. I recommend everyone take a look at it. Uh, the only bad thing is, is Jeff Passan is a dog guy and hates cats. As someone who has uh, roommates who brings their dog in, uh, and that, uh, dogs are there just to be in your business and fuck everything up. I love dogs, but not uh, but not all dogs. Jeff Passan, you're wrong. Um, great, great reporting, but when it comes to the dog-cat war, you uh, kind of a bitch. You's kind of a bitch. All pun intended. Use kind of us, bitch. So MLB and the players met the, uh, what was it, today or yesterday? And it lasted 15 minutes because what was, the MLB offered mm. was dog shit. And the players were like, uh, well, goodbye. So there you go. So In that, other words, it's, it's over. Um, there's not going to be a baseball season. Ever again. Baseball is going to cease to exist. We'll never, ever have baseball again. Sure feels because that of way. That, because of that, Russia's going to invade Ukraine uh, to try and get baseball back. But uh, it ain't going to happen. It ain't happening, Chief. I know this is not what everyone wants to hear, but uh, yeah. This what is how can they win. you do, baby? What can you do? It's how they win. Dude, I'm having... I'm I'm having the most annoyed fucking day ever. Yeah. So, yeah, I I was bitching about this earlier, but uh yeah, uh I don't I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't I wait, I do understand. It's cuz it, it's it's profit driven, but like the treatment of mental health especially here in our area is uh is whack as fuck, dude. Just insane to me. Oh, it's bottom of the barrel. It's bottom on their list. I find out, so, you know, um, my ex and I broke up last June and then lived together until October when she uh, moved out, and it was all amicable and this shit. And uh, this time I took is like, all right, well, let's make some changes. And I started making a lot of these changes even prior to this breakup to be like, what is a way I can improve myself if not in a way that benefits this, uh, this uh, relationship? but also benefits me in a way too like um you know it's uh, that, that that's how relationships are you you sometimes you have to change and you have to sacrifice even if uh, you know it's uh, all for naught and one of the things they a couple of things i did one is work out and nick can attest i am i'm fucking built like a brick shit house now i'm fucking strong as fuck sexy sexy i'm sexy is i grew a mustache in that I grew a mustache in that and took some of the best shirtless photos. I look like a divorced firefighter, ladies. I got some I got some hose I can wrap you in. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? You turn my hydrant, I spray you down. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, let me park my big red fire truck in your tight little garage. Anyway, I have healthy views on women. So I did that. I went to uh, my fucking physician 
for two things that ultimately just fucked everything up. One, to get treated for sleep apnea because I snored real bad. And so, hey, I'm trying to salvage this relationship, trying to make some changes. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this solved so you can sleep. So we can sleep together and you can sleep because you put up with this shit for over four years. I understand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to this and help. And uh, they, uh, I spent over uh, $3,000 to go to a shitty-ass sleep analyst twice for them to be like, we think you have it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I do. No, no, we think you do. We think. Um, and then to come back and then to be like, yeah, you do have it. We got to figure out what machine works best. So that that was great. And the same physician, while getting checkups, you know, because I'm – they give me like line of sprill because I have high blood pressure. Again, trying to get healthy, trying to prolong the inevitable like big sleep that comes. I know this is not baseball related, but hear me out. You all are all I have. You all are all I have before I jump into the fucking river. Okay, this is this is it. Okay, please take care of my cat. Um, so I do that, and then uh, I they I I. No, I have ADHD. I know I have really bad anxiety. Um, and I believe that I'm mainly depressed in this world because I have trouble concentrating and fixing my mind to task and carrying them out. I do not think I'm depressed out of like some kind of uh, 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 disconnect, like my wires being like disconnected. I really don't have like a past trauma that I that I would say like creates like an unease or a certain amount of triggers for, for accomplishing things. It's just, I want to be able to create and do stuff and I fucking can't. And my brain is getting worse at it. So I go to the, my doctors and I tell them this and they say, Hey, are you depressed too? I'm like, I think I am. Yeah, I get depressed. They're like, let's, let's treat that. And then I've been treating this going on four fucking months, people, four months getting low grade, like treatment for a generic brand of Lexapro. And then I go and Google it and ask a few of my friends who are physicians, like, yeah, um, clinics always prescribe that to men, which leads me to like two things. Like aside from every time I go in, they don't up my dosage to really, I think, challenge me. And the shit isn't getting better. Uh, two things. Uh, a... They want to keep making money off me, so I have to come in every motherfucking month because mm. I've been doing this ever since I got treated for sleep apnea almost a year ago. Hey, come back in a month. Come back in a month. Come back in a month. Hey, we'll see you in a month. Or two, they have no idea. They have just as much an idea as me. And this is, this is, this, and I had to put this fucking list together because Nick was like, hey, want to record tonight? And I was like, I don't know, Nick. I'm not feeling well. And he's like, if you don't want to record, I'll find someone else. I'm like, Nick, come on, man. I'm going through the roughest time of my life. All right. I'm trying to figure some shit out. He's like, baseball is locked out and you want to whine and complain? This is what you want to do, Tom? I'm like, Nick, this is not how you should treat your best friends. He's like, I will come over to your house and I'll slash your tires and, I, and I'll fucking put razors and wires in your cat's food. So this is why I'm here. Because Nick Scarpacci, Nico, is a madman and he's going to harm me. I am, oh. not, I am not 
I am not trauma blasting. I'm not projecting. I'm not gaslighting. This is a cry for help. Nick is trying to kill me. All of that was verbatim and quote, end quote. 100%. Thank you for a minute. So... Anyway, mental health just fucking sucks. I just need them to give me like Adderall or something. This is this is just getting ridiculous at this point. And so we had the same physician, Nick and I, and Nick left and I was like, Oh, it ain't that bad. And then she and left. And now I really Yeah, and then she left and she was kinda cool. Uh and then um Nick Nick left and now I'm like, Oh, I should I should get out too and go to some other won't. fucking Go, yeah, go to, well, like, part of me is, like, it doesn't matter, because since we have private health care, it's all, it's all sale-driven. Like, these people prescribe fucking meds th- that they use when they get bribed by, by pharma reps that come in and be like, hey, can I buy you lunch? My drugs are the best. Like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is the fucking point of that? Like, that, that should not, that should not be what is used, is used to pitch to treat people. It, like, my drugs are this, I can offer you this price. Like, there's, there's no, there's no, like, I want to say altruism. There, there, there's no, uh, 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 quest for human progress in this, for the betterment of mankind. It's all fucking money driven. So I'm just going to go to one other leech or another leech after that until finally I either figure this shit out on myself or they dredge the Mississippi to find my giant bloated corpse at the bottom of it. All right. That was an amazing... I have no one to talk to, goddammit! I have no one to talk to but this fucking cat! I think I just scared her and she ran under the bed. She probably did. This is a crazy episode, so... Like, uh, Nick was actually on call with me while I was putting together Top 10, and how would you describe, uh, what would you describe it as? Well, your process is actually disgusting, um, and you put too much time and thought into it because, um, you know. Left fielders, left fielders this past year, we thought center fielders were bad, left fielders fucking sucked except for one guy, so like, my level of thought went into it was... Let's be honest, our number one is Tyler O'Neill. This top ten is yes. really going to be how dominant he was at this position. He was the most dominant at his position than anyone. He finished with the highest amount of like my stupid little point system, but I'm talking about in terms of top spots, in terms of top positions. He accrued the most fucking value at a position than anyone and everyone after this fucking sucks and if you were to clone them you still may not you still may not match the bro neil's value and i know this is a cards podcast so if someone who is like a brewers fan is listening to this i'm like hey fuck you nick and tom and i want you to know it would take um Four Christian Yelich's to equal one Tyler O'Neill. That's tough. that's where we're going at. So, tough, tough, top, tough. T- top, top ten. Let's jump into it and bitch some more. Uh, I hate it making this list because two through ten could arguably be anyone because this position's widely, wildly inconsistent offensively. We have no idea what's going to happen. The projections are even fucking lame. 
So here we go. Number 10, Christian Yelich. There's no honorable mentions. Honorable mentions in this list might as well be everything after Tyler O'Neill. This position sucked. Christian Yelich, Michael Brantley, Austin Hayes, Alex Verdugo, Andrew Benintendi, one of your people, Lourdes Doriel <laughs> Jr., Austin Meadows, Randy Arizona, Jesse Stinker. Fuck everyone. That's it. Tyler O'Neill's number one. He might as well be number 10 through two as well. Yeah. Nick, you're top 10, and then we're going to play the value game on Literally, this. like, I didn't make a list because it's a... It's, it's a, pointless. It's pointless. Tyler O'Neill's number one, and he will be number one next year, too, unless somebody goes ape shit. Um and, and I mean, yeah, everybody on your list is, so, has, in their own right, deserves to be in the top 10 for next year. But it's they're so close and even keeled as players that it doesn't even matter. You know, Tyler O'Neill's number so, one, and that's literally all that matters. His, and, you know, this could be because we've talked about this on previous episodes, like how being because O'Neill doesn't walk. He's not going to walk. So he is a reliant, he's a slugger who is literally reliant on on a, a few things ranging from his skill, but also luck. A lot of it is going to be luck. He has a very decent fly ball rate. He's yeah. strong as an ox, but he's been injury prone in the past. He got a full season last year despite being injured. And folks, despite his injury, if we just left him at 130-something games that he played, and then we took every other left fielder in this league and gave him a full 162 because you had awesome hitters like Jesse Winker that were hurt. And you gave him the value of their war over 162 games. Still does not match Tyler O'Neill. That's how... And, you know, when you when you stack him up against the rest of, you know, like the Juan Sotos, the Bryce Harpers, the Carreras, he's just a regular-ass great player. That's it. Right. There's plenty of players at other positions better than him. It's just that two things. He was this fucking good at his position, and everyone else sucked so hard. And this this killed me to make. Because I was like, hey, um, you know, because we were busting each other's balls. You know, the Nick and Lucci smoking weed and picking Molina in their top ten. Whatever, I can forgive that. The Tommy Edmonds simping or, you know, me being like, oh, Jose Ramirez number one of Arenado. But without a doubt, trolling aside, Tyler O'Neill hands down best left fielder going in the season. And he fucking shouldn't be in a weird way. There should be guys <laughs> that rival him, okay? He was he was worth over five wins. Would have been worth over six if he got a more of a full season in. But, like, you see that at a position. You see a few guys at that one. Not this one. Not this one. Number I two guy to... in terms of war. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Pause. Um, I'm, still, I'm did... still mad. I cannot remember because my memory is still just shit. But did we mention Eddie Rosario in any of these outfield lists? Eddie Rosario I had listed as a left fielder because he had the his most innings played was at left field. And Rosario on my at my point system if you look at it, uh, Rosario's good. I love Eddie Rosario. He scored fourteen points. He didn't even crack the top fifteen. That's Rosario crazy. will Rosario will hit. He is a he is an extra base. I wonder if he'll continue his his stride that he did this past season. Yeah, 
I don't know. I don't know either. <sighs> uh, Fangraph projections have O'Neill to be the number one left fielder. They have Gallo, Soto, and Reynolds ahead of him. But as we've discussed in previous episodes, those guys play not left field all the time or even a sizable portion of the time. But if Soto played left field, Soto would be number one. And that's how, arguably, Nick, this is how it should be. Like, O'Neill strikes out a lot. He misses out a lot of pitch. He still was one of the highest chase rate players in the league. And, dude, he – so think of this way. Swings and misses a lot. Pitchers are getting him to swing a lot. They're getting him to chase a lot. And it didn't fucking matter to him. <laughs> he still killed the fucking ball. Dude, watching his at-bats – the whole season was just exciting. It was awesome because he got off to a semi-all-right start. And so I was thinking, you know, because he got hurt and he came back and he went off in Arizona. I'm like, you know, if he stays healthy, maybe like 250, 260, 25, 30. 280 homers, which, something. Yeah, Come he hit on. over 280. That's beautiful. He hit over 280. You don't see it. was a, 100% beautiful. You don't and like, part of me see is like, a guy like him do that nowadays. It's yeah, okay, so it's now down to this like, what's is this his ceiling? Is this going to be his average? Is there going to be more? So now we have to think, what's his fall off going to be? The COVID, uh, the COVID shortened year, you know, he was dog shit, won a gold glove, but he picked up a thing or two on hitting. It looks like all it needed was some healthiness and more like at bats. And all of a sudden, O'Neill's like, yeah, here's my pop off here. So is he going to duplicate this? Who knows? If he doesn't, what is his what what's what's the floor for O'Neill going in this year? If he hits like 240, 250 with 30 pops, still fucking great. Not as satisfying. Still fucking, sure. But like again, like if you're looking at my list I have, the dude led in defensive categories in he was number one in three of them. He was top three in pretty much ev- everything else. So the only thing that can fuck his world up is injury. And that's just kind of been the thing that's derailed his, I guess, budding, his blossoming into this player sure, up sure. until this point. But let's just say, you know, he, one of his injuries this season was like a freak, like food allergy accident. And, you know, the other one, I don't remember his other energy and ah, injury, but that, that, that one, he couldn't help. Like he has, he's allergic to peanuts, you know? So if, unless yeah. something like that, you know, I don't see that happening again. I see him getting that chunk of like seven games back or whatever, you know, an extra seven to ten games added on he, to his total this year. So he will probably still get hurt or miss some time and do. But if he's 130, 140, he'll still dominate. So I'm looking at this stat cast. Right. Okay, they have Jordan Alvarez listed number. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Jordan's a DH. He's a DH. Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill. Had the best average exit velocity. So he, again, when he hit the fucking ball, he hit it routinely hard. He had over 50% hard rate hit. Uh, Mildly lucky in terms of expected batting average. A little unlucky in terms of slugging. So by the way he hit the ball, probably should have hit seven points lower. But his slugging... Apparently, the dude underperformed in his power numbers, Nick. His expected slugging was 23 points higher than his current slugging. So he should have just hit a little less average and hit more home runs. Hmm. The dude is, he's unreal. 
and we were a little skeptical. I would say I was skeptical in terms of like his production. When he won the gold glove, that gave me confidence. Oh, okay. If he hits like low to low to mid twos with 25, 30 home runs, like he'll be like Randall Grichuk level of hitting because Grichuk doesn't walk. He's all about he's got to hit. But like he's going to add a facet to his game that is immensely valuable, which is defense. Which right. okay, maybe we have like. And Alex Gordon level like fielder, but you know maybe a little bit more pop, but plays you know not top tiered like offense, but top tier defense. We'll keep that around. Nah, he comes out and throws up numbers and gets MVP votes. So now everything's fucked up. In a perfect world, Tyler O'Neill is going to actually multiply okay. his numbers. You're, since you now win, live in a, he's going to yeah, be go he's going to be forty forty next season. Um, gold glove, silver slugger, MVP. Um, you think he's going to be 40 40? He has that. He has 40 40 potential. Like, no, he legitimately stop it, stop has 40 40 potential. All right, all right. Take a deep breath. All right. No, no, no. Take a deep breath. You don't take understand. A breath. Take a deep breath. All right. You're now in a state you can gamble in. Okay. All right. Put, put, take the cardinal hat off. You're now, you're now Vegas bets, Nikki. All right. You're a broker. What do you think he's going to be like this? And let's say we get a full 162. What do you think he's going to do? He's going to hit 40 bombs. All right. I would say that's very reasonable. Actually, oh, dude, this is fucking surprising. Even some of the Zips projections. Have him at like 37, 38, right? 35 to 40, yeah. yeah, He's going to, if he plays, yeah, if he plays. If he plays 140 or more, he's going to get 40 taters. Nuts. I'm ready to see that. We haven't had that in a long... The, we as in the Cardinal. I don't mean we. Cardinals haven't had that since fucking... We as in white people, huh? Albert Pujols, right? I mean, he was the last guy to hit 40 bombs. Um, Let me think. I'm pretty sure it's Albert, too. Um, Holiday didn't. Holiday Carpenter didn't hit... hit 36. Holiday, Carpenter, Holiday, yeah. never, Holiday never hit 30 for us. That's crazy. Here, here, let me. Go I always back thought to of I always thought machine. of him as a big bomber guy, and he never was. Nah, dude, no. Holiday was a line drive uh, ball gap, masher, dude. Gap to gap. Like I'm, like I'm a fucking ball masher. You know what I'm talking about, me? <laughs> that's, that's CBT, and I'm not talking luxury hey, tax. Hey, it's just a cheetah here. Hey, hey, kids, come over here. You want some of my cheese dust? Ah, come lick these fingers. Come here, Joe Rogan. I'm going back in time, and um, yeah, I'm not. I, a hundred percent, Albert has to be the last fucking guy who hit forty bombs with us. Jesus Christ! The 2014 team only had two guys over 20 home runs. God, dude, we had I just forget pathetic, like how fucking bad these teams power were. Years. <laughs> well, they were. They just they were good, but they weren't like hitting nukes. That's for sure. But what do you want? You know. Pools hit 37 and 11, then he hit 40. Yeah, last time we had a 40 home run bopper was 2010 when Pools hit 42. That's crazy. Crazy! Crazy Nicholas! Think about this. Pools has, there's been more 40 home run seasons since Pools left, uh, went to LA from Albert, than Cardinals have had. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, Pools hit 40 for the Angels once. Still a shitty deal. Wait, for did the he? Angels. Yeah, he hit 44 in one year. Huh. 12 or 13? 
13, 14, 15. He hit it in 15. What the fuck? Yeah. The Cardinals uh, needed we, that in 2015, I can tell you that much. Before we continue with the uh, Tyler O'Neill uh, jerkathon, uh, let's just make fun of the Angels a little bit for being like one of. You know what? <laughs> it's going to be controversial. Like the worst. <laughs> worst organization is spending fucking money right now. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. made $240 million. They got 12.8 wins above replacement out of them. So good job, Los Angeles. Angels, you suck. I'm happy he did all right with the Dodgers. Anyway, so let's jerk Tyler O'Neill off a little bit more here, okay? Um, should we keep bragging or do the little game where we're like, how many players does it take to equal one Tyler O'Neill? Either either is fine with me. I, you know what? Let's just uh, let's push it together because he was that good. Um, some of you might be thinking. Uh, let's think of this top ten list. Um, Michael Brantley was pretty good, don't you think? He had a pretty good year. He had what a high average, right? Yeah, Michael Brantley was by my metric tied for ninth as the ninth best left fielder. If you're top 10 anything, especially in any sport, you know, that's a good conversation starter. And, you know, let's take Brantley. Let's mix him with a player who had a pretty breakout year, I thought, who uh, who uh, changed up their approach at the plate and got dividends, which is Robbie Grossman, who had a 2020 year, one of the best on-base guys at his position. So you're combining the value of a guy who gets on base a lot with a little pop with a guy who hits for a high average and doesn't strike out a lot. Um, if you smush those players together, you still don't have the value of Tyler O'Neill. That's how bad it was. So this entire season, or season, sorry, this entire stretch of podcasts with these top ten lists, I've been doing point system to try and figure out who, who you know, we, we should have nuance. And these kind of conversations. There should be some kind of metric to help guide discussion. All right? You may use one singular stat like OPS. You might use a litany of stats, which is what I went. Tyler O'Neill. I use a good old slash line, to be honest. But Slash yeah. line's a good one. Tyler O'Neill is the only player, when it came to leaderboard numbers, when it came to my stupid little metrics, to score... Over 50 fucking points. He scored 51 points. 50 fucking one. He was that dominant at his position. The next guy close to him was Jesse Winker. Tyler O'Neill was the top, the number one spot at his position in seven categories. Jesse Winker in three. O'Neal was top three in four other categories and top ten in two others. He was dominant. He beat the number two guy by 16 points. There is no discussion for that. So, like, like center fielders. Number one center fielder, Starling Marte, 35. The number two guy, Enrique Hernandez, with 30. Yeah, um, yeah, first yeah. baseman. First baseman. Vlad Guerrero Jr., he was pretty fucking good, remember? 45 points. Vlad Guerrero Jr., in terms of value at his position, not worth one Tyler O'Neill, baby. Max Muncy was number two with 38 points. You have an argument there Which is over crazy. valuation. Let's be honest. Uh, catchers, number one guy, Will Smith, 32. 
Fucking stupid second baseman. 47 for Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon, who had an MVP-esque year. Not as dominant as Tyler O'Neill at his position. Let's be honest. Like, That's so right. Thir- thir- third baseman, Jose Ramirez. Sorry, 47. Try again. Right fielders, two best fucking hitters in the game today. All right? 39 and 35, Soto and Harper. Eat shit and die, motherfucker. Tyler O'Neill is on a new level when it comes to dominating a position. And maybe, and again, maybe it's just because left field sucks that hard. And I kind of think it's a lot of that. But, you know, we're this is a Cardinals podcast. I'm usually like the voice of reason. Today, I'm all about blood, murder, rage, all right? Fuck every major league left fielder who couldn't even mount a fucking... Like a hold a flame to O'Neill. And sorry, O'Neill beat Winker by 20 points. Winker, fucking Stinker Winker was worth 31. 20 fucking points. There's there's other gaps, man. But this is the biggest one. Simeon had a gap of 13 points over the next guy. But O'Neill buried motherfuckers. He was probably the best guy in left field if you killed him at 100 games. Hmm. Insane. These left fielders might as well have been a bunch of fucking pitchers out there, all right? They would have had as good a shot as, as a, a Rosarena or Pollock. Insane to me how good of a season he had. Pay the man. Play No, pay Jack Flaherty first. No, send him to L.A. Stop. For, for Gratterall. For peanuts, send him there for AJ Pollock, so he can make Tyler, so he can make Tyler O'Neill elevate his game, so he can go and win fucking multiple Cy Youngs. Yeah. Oh man, the internet is awash with the uh, Flaherty to LA pipeline. They need to relax. They need to take a deep breath and you know, chill the fuck out a little bit. I, honest to God, feel that this front office will fuck up the the Flaherty thing after a couple of years, but I am I am going to enjoy Jackie Boy as 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 much as we have him. And for God's sakes, please, 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 baseball guys, got guys, we're the baseball guys, bro. Please, baseball gods, don't don't hurt my boy's arm, don't hurt his shoulder. Let him get his healthy seasons in. I want him to I want him to get paid. I want him to strike dudes out and be super fucking cool. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. That's all I want. So, hey, you guys all want to know? Like, uh, want to play the Smush players together and see if they're as good as Tyler O'Neill? I'm happy you asked. Hey, Let's Christian Yelich, it wasn't he the best b- ball player in the majors? I would say for at least hey, the, Milwaukee in the Brewer NL. fans. Yeah, hey, Milwaukee Brewer fans, open wide. Here comes the anus of the St. Louis Cardinals. I hope you like tasting shit. That's what you're going to do for decades, you underachieving fucks. Anyway, uh, hey, Christian Yelich, he won an MVP. He was the best player in the NL arguably one year. And maybe if he didn't, if he didn't, if he didn't hit a ball off his knee, dork, uh, the best player in the majors. Remember that? Um, he was worth 15 points. Um, so let's take Christian Yelich. And smush him with who's an up and comer? Austin Hayes. You think Austin Hayes is pretty good? Uh, bro, why would you even say him? Austin Hayes is up and coming, man. He got his first full year. He was yeah. wor- he was the eighth. And again, folks, folks, 
we could have we could have rushed out anyone to play left field. Austin Hayes was the eighth best by war. By war in terms of left fielders. So if we took uh, Christina Yelich and Austin Hayes and smushed them together, still not enough points, still not enough war, eat shit, die, fall in a ditch, sprain your ankle. Uh, what about Jesse Winker? He was really good. He was the second best. What if we smushed him with the defense of Rimel Tapia, all right? The offensive prowess of Jesse Winker, the guy who hit three home runs off of us in a game. He hit the third one off of Alex Reyes. I was there to witness it. Oh, and I we combined it with the home run robbing gazelle like defense of Rimel Tapia. That's 50 points. Eat shit and die. You're not as good as Tyler O'Neill. You need multiple shitty left fielders to even get close to Broneal. Hercules is a god amongst these men right now. More he he's a fucking fat junior uh, junior in high school playing dodgeball with fifth graders, okay? <laughs> he is a he is he's a fucking gorilla busting out of the cage and just ripping people's arms off. He is a menace right now in left field. I menace! Swear to God. I swear to God, if we miss some season, if we miss any games of Tyler O'Neill, That's just going to be the games he would have got hurt. So if we play 140-game season, you're going to get 140 games of Bro O'Neill. He's got to give the rest of this fucking... Uh, garbage pale turds these fucking garbage pale kids these losers in left field these fucking cucks nick these absolute watching someone bang my mom in a closet cucks watching Jesus. tyler o'neill rail every woman they've ever loved since high school these cuckarunos they're gonna watch the, he's gonna give them a 22 game head start by i don't know eating a mars bar and still blow them out of the water statistically. I'm angry. I'm so pissed off at Cape Family Medical Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fueled my rage for today. I'm at a job I hate. Jesus Christ. I have a middle-class job, folks. That gives me three days off, and I hate it. Again, this is why I'm trying to get medicated. Trying to get treated well so I can at least hate everything less okay hate every my boss is like why are you so unhappy i'm like i'm not trying to be unhappy you think it's a choice i'm unhappy because if we took the bottom fucking five of the 15 best left fielders to push them together they're not worth one goddamn tyler o'neill they're cucks cucks nikki Are you scared yet? No, I love it. I know. This is the most excited I ever got over one position. I wish I could say I like drink a lot of caffeine, but I just I drink an old fashioned to calm down from my day. Sure. And I'm drinking a Newcastle brown ale. I love that beer. And uh this is where we're at. T Wonderful. Standing standing Tyler O'Neill like great great like loyal baseball fans should. And we got to do it for 14 more minutes. What else? How else should we compare them? What else you got? I've been I've been screaming. Do you got something more calm and relaxing, Nick? No. 
Nothing? Nothing. What if you took um, Kyle Schwarber? Okay, he's pretty good. He's and in then, a DH. And then you took his blood and made another Kyle Schwarber. You remember when we were all like, he might hit 60 home runs. Do you think that holds a flame to Tyler O'Neill? Two Schwarbers. It's like the scene in Starsky and Hutch when Will Ferrell's making them snarl like dragons. What about two dragons? Wow. Guess what? Eat shit, Kyle Schwarber and his Kyle Schwarber clone. You ain't holding a flame to Bro Neal. <laughs> Bring up the meat wagon for these sad slabs. School's in session. O'Neal is your master. Bow to him. He is he is going to be really fucking good, and I'm so excited. I, I have no idea what he's going to be, but, like, if his off year is, like, 250 and 30 homers or 240 and 30 homers, that's an, and that's going to be his off year, look the fuck out. Look the fuck out. His defense just unreal. In a position that gets, uh, that basically takes a, a debuff on run valuation, he posted a full run's worth of defense. That's how fucking good his war was there. And you know what? Let's shit on Andrew Kisner a bit, okay? Tyler oh. O'Neill was second in run save with his arm, and he would have got two more of those runs if Andrew Kisner played two throws to the plate. Remember that shit? Remember? Tyler Rem O'Neill was five text. steals away from being a 2020 guy. A 2030. 20, well, a 30-20. Yeah. 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 Him and, him and Bader need to steal more. Jesus Christ. Edmund stole 30 bags. Isn't that He's cool? He's too busy. He's too busy, like, hitting the ball out of the fucking park, bro. He should steal every chance he gets. Him and Bader. They're super fast. I guess they just don't get good jumps. But, like, they should just be like, hey, we're going to make uh, you, you, especially you, Mr. O'Neill. That's how the coaches refer to him. They don't call him Tyler. They don't look him in the eye. They call him Mr. O'Neill. Okay? Because if they looked him in the eye, they turned to fucking salt. They should be like, Mr. O'Neill, we're going to make you a god in another facet of your uh, game. Which Tyler is, uh, Allen O'Neill. Which is turning the rare single you, uh, you hit into a triple. We should call him by his three names because the dude, it, he he will, he if he was alive in the 1860s, he would have killed Lincoln one shot, all right? <laughs> the man, he's a man-eater. Right? I don't want to be a, the bearer of bad news, though, but, like, his agent is the Boris Corporation, and we're fucked, so. Yeah, but, you know, he should get paid. If O'Neill was in Ford Theater, he would have killed everyone in Ford Theater along with Lincoln. That's how fucking awesome he is. And then they would have made him president. Yeah. And he would have brought communism to America finally. Jesus Christ. I wonder if his politics are dog shit. Because I know you hate that. Let me go to that. Let's find out. He's Maybe Canadian. there is something we can hate. Yeah, he's... Faith in public life. Uh, nope, that's a different. That's a different Tyler O'Neill. That's. A I know that he Tyler. is a, a vegan. That's cool. It is so. 
I don't know There's if that's a Tyler new. O'Neill editor for Fox News. What if that's the same Tyler O'Neill? Yeah, my spare time, eh? I like to get on a, a right wing hate site and talk about how blacks are destroying the country, eh? <laughs> I like to go on Fox Business with Stuart Varney and just talk about all these hand me outs that are going out to these ungrateful uh, black welfare queens and all these uh, Hispanics coming over and taking our jobs, eh? They're taking good baseball jobs from uh, players like Jesse Winker and, and Robbie Grossman, eh? If we didn't have all these Hispanics over here, uh, Matt Carpenter would still be playing in the game. I think he's a fantastic player, eh? He's the same, he's the same Tyler O'Neill as the scumbag for Fox. That'd be so funny. <laughs> we need baseball. to appreciate how good Matt Carpenter used to be, though, for sure. He's going to be such an awesome DH somewhere. Don't, don't you know. think? He's 35. I don't know. 36. Oh, O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill is vaccinated. Yeah. They initially expressed hesitancy, but they eventually got it. So, you know, they're not fucking stupid. So that's good. Where are you Tell, reading I, this? I'm just Googling it. I'm going <laughs> to news sites. Uh, yeah, so he doesn't seem like a complete fucking asshole. He is built like a brick shit house. And yeah, he well, he, he had to and drop he, muscle and mass. All, and he fucking only eats grass, okay? He doesn't eat he doesn't eat anything that suffers, all right? And yet he's out here eating the entire Major League left field. He's cannibalizing <laughs> them. That's why. He's, he's vegan in the sense that he doesn't have a taste for animal flesh. It's human meat. He's a cannibal. The dude's a fucking man-eater, Nick! I love him. Who, who, wins in, who wins in a fight to the death? Giancarlo Stanton or Tyler O'Neill? Oh, my. Uh, O'Neill. O'Neill. Stanton would get hurt and cry about it and, get, and do a bat flip Stanton would tear his. his ACL, like, stepping towards him. Stan would get hurt, come back, and uh, hit a home run in a 12 nothing game and stare down Mike's fears. That's what he would do. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if that contract's going to be worth it. Has it been worth it so far for the Yankees, you think? Stan's missed like two seasons, and he's played in two seasons. What do you think? What do you mean? He's made... So in four seasons... He's made over a hundred and a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. He has played over the course of four seasons, and again, one is a COVID year, but he played less than the half of the games eligible for that. He has played in three hundred and thirty-eight games in let's just say three and a quarter seasons. What so happened to him in twenty fucking nineteen? Holy shit! He got fucked. I think it was a hammy. Here, let me go to it. Damn. He, yeah, he missed the whole season. And then that followed him into 2020. But now he's healthy now because he's gh So he's not getting fucked up out there in a demanding position like outfield. Stan was placed on 10-day with a left bicep strain. Then he hurt his shoulder. And then he hurt his knee. So that's what fucked him up. So, yeah. He had a hamstring injury in 2020. So that's why he couldn't finish it out. I so. still I still love me some John Carlos Stanton, man. He's been worth eight point four war and he's made hundred and six million dollars. He's been worth so, every single bit of that contract. 
Let's see here, $106 million divided by 8.4. He's been worth $12.6 million per win. That is above the Tommy Pham threshold. So, kind of a bad deal so far for the Yankees. Yeah. Kind of a bad deal. Remember when he played under as Mike Stanton? That confused the shit out of me because there was a pitcher named Mike Stanton. That was just one year. Yeah. No, it was, I think, two years. Whatever. It was early on, and he tapped out. Jesus Christ. Baseball reference has no faith in his projections. Holy shit. They don't think he's going to do well. 25 homers. All right. The 260 average, sure, but there's no fucking way if Mike, or Mike, God damn it, if Giancarlo Stanton gets 500 at bats, he's hitting just, just 25 home runs. Stanton's going to hit probably 40 bombs next season. He'll hit 30. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't hit 40 yet with the Yankees, uh, especially with the short porch, because the Yankees got a shitty-ass field. They got a cheat field. Well, he's a right-handed bat, but his he does spray his balls. No, Matt, they're like three fourteen at the in the porches. Well, a right field, everywhere. left left field's kind of further out, I think, isn't it? Mm, let me look it up because I've always met Yankee Stadium dimension. Let me be safe. Yeah, I know the right field one. Whatever is short. Yeah, it's further out by four feet. Like three eighteen at the pole, like that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hmm. Their power alley's 399, 4-8 dead center. But, again, they have that short bullshit that they have at the, in the corners. So, I don't know. Fuck Yankee Stadium. Sucks ass. <laughs> Yankees need to go play for a, a city more deserving, like Buffalo or Green Bay or Duluth. Fuck New York. Fuck the Yankees. Go somewhere else. That city deserves the Mets. Fucking pond scum. Charlie Black. They deserve the Mets. They deserve Matt Harvey selling drugs and being coked out. They deserve World Trade Center Pete. Fuck the Yankees. Cast them off into the sun for all I care. Send them to a, a fate worse than hell. Send them to Kansas. Make them the Topeka Yankees. They deserve that. I'm all raged today, man. I'm on a fuck everything streak. Well, let's go ahead. Fuck. Let's go ahead and just fuck. fuck the Brewers tonight. Hold on. We're at... No, no, no. We got three more minutes. We're hitting our 50. I'm all about <laughs> vitriol and death tonight, okay? That fu- fucking shitty-ass American healthcare system and lack of like care for public... You are like, off mental health. the rails. I am. I wish I had rails right now. I'd be more fucking focused, unlike my shitty physician... Give me Adderall! I want to be able to complete a task! I bought all this streaming equipment because I'm like, I could pff, I, I could be funny online, and I can't... I stare at it, dude. I stare at it, and I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. And my fucking brain is like, no, nah, just lay in bed for two more hours. Jesus Christ. We got to get to a thousand episodes of this podcast, so I feel like I achieved some, like minuscule, some morsel of, like, sugary treat, some jerky, some smoked little delicious beef of something in this life. God damn. Who else can or Who else can I shit on? Fuck the Yankees. I know all our fans are... Hey, for all our Portuguese fans out there, uh, New York is the city that's depicted in every form of American media, and it's often depicted as this great place that's full of shit. <laughs> 
Okay, they're like, oh, it's a crime hellhole, but everyone loves New York. Hey, that's what it is. All right. And you know what? We ain't going to brag about the Midwest. The Midwest is worst. Okay. The Midwest is like a slightly less racist version of the South. Okay. In fact, anyone listening to my voice, if you live in the Midwest, get the fuck out of the Midwest. What are we doing here? Okay. Everyone going around saying, oh, you betcha. How about it? And deep inside, they're like, you know what? My neighbor, um, uh, because he lives with another man, he's going to hell. And uh, I hope to deny him the same rights as I would um, anyone else that uh, doesn't gentrify a whole neighborhood. Fuck the Midwest. They suck. <laughs> I'm pissed off. I don't know why I'm so mad. It's okay. I wish you were here. to. I wish you... Where I wish even Lucci was here just to give me a little hug. I think I'm also annoyed because I cooked dinner and me and my buddies ate up. And they offered to like clean, so I'm not mad at them. But I just have this mountain of shit I'm going to have to clean. And like, and then I have to go to bed. And then I have to work. And then I have to go to my second job tomorrow. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm just being whiny. So, I'm trying to be authentic here. I'm trying to give people a glimpse into our fucking... Like, uh, sol- solid f- f- or fucking shitty ass brains that we have. So, it's only getting better, I though. Know. Yeah, I know. What was I trying to say? S- solipsistic? Is that the one I'm re- Yeah, solipsistic. Yeah, n- characterized by solipsism or extreme egocentricity. Yeah, that's the word I was going for. Look, I taught you all a new word I can't fucking say. This is what it's like to live in my fucking mind. And think about baseball and jacking off all day. That's what I need to do. As soon as I get off here, I'm just going to hop in bed. I'm going to throw on some August Ames claps. August Ames, rest in peace, baby. And I'm just going to fucking pound one out, okay? That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you afterwards be like, Nick, everything's clear. Let's re-record. I'll, I'll be a good boy this time. And I'll say, nope, we're good. Yep. You'll say the N-word because you're racist. So <laughs> I didn't even put Eloy. It don't matter. Even if I did put Eloy Jimenez on this list, he still sucks. I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll, pro- he'll probably be possibly top 10. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's not even good enough to be, his, to be Tyler O'Neill's toilet paper. Get the fuck out of here. Go do some push-ups and then eat some plants, you fucking wimp. White Sox all fans want to hype everything you- up, so, you know. White Sox fans have old races. Especially their catcher. I, yeah, uh, even that. I, you know, fuck Yasmani. I'm on. I'm on one today. They want to hype up their team, even though they got an old racist ass. Falls can only fall asleep when he's drunk off his ass at a red st- at a red light. Fucking Tony Larusa. This guy who had who had who, who's privileged. He has a great team handed to him from fucking Rick Renneria. And he just steps in and they get he just walk Renneria and bring in Larusa, who's like 180 fucking years old. Fuck the White Sox. That's another team. Chicago, keep the Cubs. You deserve them. White Sox, cast them off into Lake Michigan. Send them to a fate worse than that. Send them to fucking Nevada. Alright? Put them in Reno. The Reno White Sox. Eat shit, lick my balls. I'm sorry, I didn't mean all that. But seriously, fuck the Brewers. We've hit our 50. We fuck can Brewers. This fucking, this, fucking, this fucking collapsing Tower 7 episode can, can finally wrap up. after angst, uh, And everyone gets a look at Angry Tom on this one. 
All right, all right. Uh, fuck Rob Manfred. Fuck the owners. And on three, fuck the Brewers. One, two, three. Fuck the Brewers. Brewers. Cheating ass Ryan Braun motherfuckers. Mm, bye bye. Bye everyone. Take care. Be well. <laughs>